This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call us, text us to 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet us at Double Tap Canada and find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite Double Tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada. It is I, Stephen Scott, back with you once again. <gasps> Look who's back. It's Mark Afalalala. We feel whole again. Ah, uh, what? Yeah, no for that. Okay, uh, Sean Price <laughs> is here as well. Hi, Sean. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Mark. Good to be here. Apparently, so <laughs> <laughs> was a good freezing. start. Apparently, yeah, I know it's a bit cold. What's it like? What's the weather in Canada, Mark? Can, can you give us an um, update? It is cold. It is minus three degrees currently. There's snow on the ground. It is not going away. Uh, winter is here, gentlemen. I'll drink to that. Oh, great. Yeah, I must say, um, I have here in my hand the Scotty, the other. Scotty string that is Iron Brew. Uh, diet Iron Brew, I should say. Or as they call it now, sugar free, because you know, you're not allowed to say diet anymore because that's fattest. You're fattest? I, well, I am fatty. Uh, less fat, more fatty than fattest, if I'm totally honest. Um, but yeah, I am trying. I am trying, so I'm having the sugar free stuff. Doesn't make well any done. difference. Doesn't mean no. anything. Not when you eat uh, or drink 15 of them. I don't think <laughs> yeah. it makes any difference. Mars bars. Um, Chinese <laughs> twice this week. Yeah, OK, the diet's not going well. Um, anyway, hello, Mark. Welcome back. What's your week been like? Um, it's It's been a couple of days. I'm not complaining. Uh, it is uh, December. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Do you know, it's funny. You're right. It is. We're into December. That yeah, was quick. It is. Uh, Tis the season. You know, <sighs> 2020 was like walking through treacle. 21 has been like a bullet train through Japan. It has just been so fast. Uh, well, what's happened to this year? It's just, it's just here. And of course, we had Black Friday last week, then Cyber Monday. Is that mm. something, though? Is that something that you guys celebrate a bit in yeah, the well, UK? Well, well, celebrate? Yeah, exactly. Celebrate's the wrong word. I mean, I remember, from? I remember the first... Lose money to? Yeah, oh, yes. We'll get into that a bit later. Uh, but no, I remember the first year that Black Friday came to the UK... Um, you'll remember this as well, Sean, with the, the, the scenes in the, the supermarkets. I don't know what it's like in, in the States and in Canada, but it was a case of people storming. Not just going into, but yes. storming stores. And in one case, I remember footage of a guy, you know, he couldn't get over the crowds. So he was literally chucking TVs at his friend over like 10 people. You know, like the way those motorcyclists jump over double-decker buses? Evil Knievel. Yeah, yes. Evil Knievel with a 32-inch Toshiba, you know, <laughs> oh chucking it. Um, it was we just are ridiculous. disgusting. Human beings are doomed. I, I saw a great one. I saw a great tweet this week. It was like, um, you know, normal day. Um, I think the sale was like, you know, 499. And then it's Black Friday. It's like 498 but they've slashed through the 499, you know? <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's hardly a sale at all, frankly. Is it, is, well, is it a big deal in Canada, Mark? Is it? Is it it's, it's become a big deal. I don't know why they do that. We actually have, I don't know if they do Boxing Day sales there. That's what yeah. the day after Christmas. Yes. That seems to be, that's the big thing here. Um, so Sofas, usually. <laughs> <laughs> why is everyone buying a sofa on Boxing Day? What is wrong with these people? I have Apparently, no though, the companies have had enough of all the hassle of dealing with those people behaving like that on Black Friday, and they are stopping that. There are a few big chains, I think, maybe Best Buy or Walmart, that have said they're they're not going to do it anymore. You know, that well, maybe they'll just be online only. That, that, online's the future anyway. Well, you say that, but Cyber Cyber Monday, which is the other one, of course. Um, didn't really see much point in that, to be honest. That's just whatever's left over from Black Friday. That's that's the rubbish they're really trying to get rid of. Um, and, you know, that stuff shows up. And it's it's saying the sales issue were right down, you know? I think a lot of people have been starting to buy early. And probably, if, if I'm honest about it, it's probably because of the supply chain issues that there have been. Some people are a bit worried that they're not going to get what they want to get in for the holiday season. Um, in my case, lots of turkey, chocolate, um I, yeah. I like, you know, biscuits. Everything you need to hibernate when the world is closed. <laughs> exactly, that's right. I love biscuits at Christmas. Now, I don't know what you class as a biscuit in Canada, Mark. This is an endless debate I've had with American friends of mine because their version of a biscuit is utterly disgusting. 
Yes. They put gravy on them. What is the other version of a biscuit? Well, I I suppose you'd say cookie, right? I suppose you'd maybe say cookie. I mean, yes, I think. Maybe. Cookie. Kiki, kiki, kiki. <laughs> I find it amazing. I mean, what's your definition of at Christmas you love biscuits, Stephen? Because I think it's all year round, isn't well, it? Well, Christmas is all year round in my house, as you well <laughs> know. That's a very good point there, Sean does. <laughs> we, don't, we don't take the Christmas lights down, so it's Christmas all year around here. Um, no, I, I do. I don't know what it is. Because you get them in, a, I don't know if, again, this is very much a UK thing, I think, but you, know, you used to get these boxes of biscuits by a company called Rover, or at least that was the name of the box. Remember those, Sean? Yes. And you get the Rover biscuit tin and it had all the great biscuits in it. And of course, that, that tin, you know, was used for everything that, the rest of that year. It was used to store pictures. Um, you know, that was is my. It around, is it a round tin? Ah, well, they were square as well. A square, what square ones. It's, so we have so we have these cookies. They're butter. They're they're almost like shortbread cookies. Yeah, mm. they're they're really mm. heavy in butter. It comes in a round tin, and inside the tin you have these little crinkle, almost like muffin uh, or cupcake uh, papers. And each each cupcake paper has three cookies on top of each other, and they're different shapes. And some have a little sugar on top, little like the big pieces of sugar on top. And this is like the holiday treat. This comes out just during the holidays. And I don't mm. remember what they're called, but I remember having them all the time. But now in my in my elder years and my lactose intolerance, I have three of these cookies <laughs> and I'm done for because they're just pure butter. Yeah, they're evil. Evil biscuits. <sighs> I love it. I love it. You love Christmas. We get it. No, well I, I don't love Christmas. I don't really mind. I mean, I don't care. I don't have kids. So what do I care about Christmas, right? It's for the kids. It's not oh, for right. me. Um, I, what I, I think is, you know, over oh, the sales, I can get something I want. And I did I did go buying. I did spend a few quid. I bought nothing Black Friday. Really? I bought nothing me Cyber too. Monday. Absolutely I, nothing. I really? ignored it. Oh, yeah. you two are hopeless. This is a I had a shot for lack of trying. Yeah. <laughs> really? No, I, I had a quick look. It was all smart speakers or electric toothbrushes for some reason. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I'm British, bad teeth. I don't need a toothbrush and I'm full of smart speakers. So, there was nothing for me. Yeah, I must admit that's true. There was a lot of, I mean, plenty of deals on those Echo Dots if you wanted them. They were doing the Google Nest. I mean, if that's still a thing, apparently. Um, but <laughs> do people use those? I mean, do Stop people, it. Honestly, yes, though, do Stephen, people, they do use people them. buy these things? I mean, really? You know, believe it or not, Stephen Scott, there are people out there who don't use the same technology as you. I am stunned. There is uh, There are other choices that people elect to use just because you don't use them. I don't believe it. I think it's a lie. <laughs> they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're just wrong, Mark. That's they're the all wrong. Line. They're all wrong. Well, we're going to get into that because we're going to talk about uh, not just the, the tech I've bought this week. I did talk about something on my other show, which is now no more, sadly. So if you want to hear me... You uh, had another show. I had another show. I, I was, was uh, me? I, I had a mistress for a long time, and sadly she's... Um, well, I was going to say she's that. dead, but that doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> Yes, Stephen, that is wrong. That is wrong. Your Christmas mistress. Uh, Christmas mistress is gone. Um, No, it's, um, yeah, it is uh, gone. So that that on that program, it was a show, right? Get over it. Um, We were uh, talking about this Rode Wireless Go 2 kit. Now, this is the, um, it's like a wireless... Um, microphone kit that you can use for well any purpose really. I mean, if you're recording a podcast or you're recording using your phone as a camera, as a yeah, you know, as a like a video, <laughs> you know how v- videos work. Well done. Um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, video thing. A yeah, video. Okay. You know, if you're recording a video thing on that camera phone thing you've got, well, you can use this as a microphone, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, so we'll get into that because we get an email in, and it's so funny, right? Whenever you talk about this. I love the emails that come in because it's like, right, okay, I have 800 questions, starting at number one. So I did my research this week, guys. I did my research. Oh, we're going to put you to the test. Can we talk about lasers this week? We can talk about lasers. I'd love that, yeah. It's Christmas time, yeah, it's holiday time. Random. What does Christmas and holiday time have to do with lasers? You know, don't you get, like, lights at Christmas? Not laser lights. Why not? No, I'm I'm going to talk about space lasers. Space oh, lasers. Cool. Yeah. Star yeah. Wars Christmas film. <laughs> we'll oh, I saw the that. Eternals this week too. <laughs> we'll get into all that next. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. Hey, Double Tappers, want to get involved? Call the show now at one eight four four nine seven one one nine 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 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. 
This is Double Tap Canada. It's a tech show. Honest. <laughs> it really is. Believe it or not. Uh, yeah, I did actually. Uh, we were explaining earlier, of course, how biscuits worked. Um, yeah, I must admit, we did maybe. Cookies, oh, Stephen. Cookies, biscuits. What do you call if a you're biscuit? Gonna, then? If you're going to talk about it here, you have to use the proper terminology. You read the, it's clause 7B in your contract. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. See, the, the problem is I don't read anything. You see, I just make you sign it, and then, you know, I just get all on with it. But we get and cookies as well. then I get well. in trouble. <laughs> now you can get in trouble. Wait a second. Hey, whoa, whoa, hang on. <laughs> you get cookies as well? Well, you get oh, yeah. biscuits and cookies, yeah. Maryland okay, so what, cookies no, 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 is a big no, no, thing no, no, over no. here. They're is that different. just a brand? Is that why they use the word cookie in the no, name? See, is that cookie, why they... Cookie's like a posh biscuit. Isn't yeah, it? It's, it like, is. it's more like a posh a biscuit. Posh it's crumbly. A posh biscuit. So you'd have like a yeah. really kind of like, you would go out for a cookie. You wouldn't have a cookie in there. I mean, you could have a cookie in the house, but to be honest, you would go out for a cookie. You would. Okay, you would get okay, it from on, the cookie I need stand. To, I, sorry. I need to ground this, okay? <laughs> I'm going to name and describe a food item, a snack food item. Okay. You're going to tell me cookie or biscuit. Okay. Oh. Okay. Have we got a jingle? Oreo. Uh, no. Oh, that's a cookie, is it not? Oh, no, that's a biscuit. Is it? Oreo's a biscuit. Oh. Yeah, Oreo's a biscuit. Let, oh, hang on, hang on. Well, yeah, okay, I can see that, yeah. I'm going to ring a bell, and you guys fight. Go. Ding. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cookie. It's definitely a cookie. It's, it's, a, cookie. cookie. it's not it a cookie. A cookie's more crumbly, usually large, like this. Uh, like a, I don't know, it's like Time's a CD okay, size. So, okay, hang on. Okay, uh, Chips Ahoy. I have no idea what that is. No, I've never heard of it. Chocolate chip. That's cookie. cookie. <laughs> Rum and raisin. Absolutely cookie. brilliant. Oh, wow. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, I can't wait to on. see what the show notes are this week for the podcast. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Um, okay, so it is a tech show, oh, honest. I've been buying this week again. Oh, oh we're on to else? tech. Oh, yeah, Hooray. remember that? that is, I think that's why we're here. Um, is that not Clause 7D of the contract? <laughs> Occasionally mentioned technology. Um, yeah, so... I got myself something which I wasn't intending to buy. This is a bit like the MacBook Pro. I wasn't intending to buy it, although I think we all knew secretly I probably was going to buy one. Yes. I bought a MacBook Pro. I returned it already. <gasps> you, did, yeah, you did. I love how you just threw Why? that in there. Yeah. You bought one and then took it back. Yeah. But you, you did. That was deliberate, wasn't it? You weren't really intending to keep it. You nope. just wanted to I play just wanted with it. I wanted to test a couple of things out and I uh, did. Thoughts? And uh, it is uh, a game changer. Yeah. So why Ask me why I didn't it? keep it. <laughs> well, because I have two computers on lease as we, as we constantly discuss oh, no, this again. Show, and I refuse to buy another <laughs> computer to just sit here. Yeah, because basically it makes his other computers look so weak. All right. Fair I enough. I cannot deny that. No, but it is a game changer. It is. The so M1 let, let me Pro. Describe, let, me, let me describe if you don't. May I? May I take a moment? Please. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, this is rather tech-related, uh, so that's great. So we recorded an interview with uh, with someone from Microsoft talking all about Microsoft Windows 11 accessibility coming up on an upcoming mm. Double Tap TV episode. And it was about, uh, what, 20, 27, 30 minutes, Stephen, give or take? Yes. We are talking to, to Carolina Hernandez. And uh, so we recorded the video. Uh, it was a Teams call, so I recorded the video on my end so that we have it for the TV show. And I did that on my super powerful PC, and it uh, I forgot forgot to uh, click off the setting that would split the file up if it's too big. So I ended up with an 18 gigabyte video file. Why? A raw video, like it was it was gigantic. So I'm like, okay, well, let me open this in Premiere. Let me save this smaller. Crash Premiere on the PC. Couldn't even open the file. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, let me copy this over. So I copied it over to my, to my MacBook Pro. I opened it in Premiere. Crash Premiere. Couldn't do a thing with it. I'm like, okay, Mac PC, fail. Let me try this on uh, Media Encoder. I'll just try to encode it, you know, make it a smaller file. I don't have to open it and whatever. Crashes Media Encoder. I'm like, okay, let's go to our editor, Jordan. Jordan, you know, you have a good, powerful computer. Here's the file. Go go figure out how to open this for us because we're going to need to use it in the show. Utter disaster after two days. No luck. Can't open the file. Crashes. Mm-hmm. Now, I do figure out a workaround, a great workaround, which was I, I uploaded the file to uh, YouTube. Um, as a private video. And then once you did that, I could actually download a lower resolution version, which in this case was fine because it was a lower resolution anyway. So download the file. I have it for the interview, no problem. So I get the new MacBook Pro and I only bought it because I was checking the inventory at my local store. And I happened to see that one of the configurations, not the Max, the Pro, um, uh, was available. So I'm like, let me order that. So I I ordered it. I bring it in. I'm like, what's the best way to test this compared to something on my other computers? I'm like, oh, let's, Remember that 18 gigabyte file. Let me see if I can open that on this one. So I install Premiere. 
bring the file onto the computer, load it into Premiere, waiting for it to crash. Not only does it not crash, it brings the file and it imports it in, in mere seconds. And Why? I'm able to hit play and scrub the video and audio on this like it's a, like it's a two megabyte file. That's no amazing. issue whatsoever. Nothing. Like no drop frames, nothing. No performance issues whatsoever. And while I'm playing video, while I'm playing it back, I was able to do everything else on the computer. That is amazing. Did I mention I couldn't do this on my $21,000 Mac Pro? That's the thing, right? I mean, you, you know, putting How up against that? that, you would think, oh, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's going to work. Of course, you know, what you, what you want to do will work in the same way. You know, you should be getting at least similar experience, but not, you know, totally different experience. Well, no, but I mean, at at the very least, that's what I'm saying, at the very least you would expect it to be similar. Uh, Not the case of the 21 grand one just can't even open the file, whereas the M1 just goes, yeah, there you go. Anything else? Has that got the Fireburner Accelerator? Afterburner, yeah, it does. Afterburner Afterburner Accelerator does not work with Premiere, it only works with Final Cut. Ah, right. Yeah, so uh, whereas on the new MacBook Pros, I mean, they have a dedicated uh, 16-core GPU that is not only a dedicated, you know, graphics processor, but it has encoding and, and transcoding built into it. So whereas software would normally transcode a file, the hardware does it, and it does it on its own dedicated chip that stays away from the CPU usage and the RAM usage and really does everything in the background. So it just, it, it's, it's insane. It's incredible. I mean, I think yeah. we've got an email coming up later about this. Someone asking the question, you know, how does this actually all work? And I think it's one of those things that it would be, it's very magic. difficult to explain. It is like magic dust, isn't it? Because it's very hard to explain. The only way I've thought about it, and I mentioned this before, is like it's almost like all the, the, the components are rooms of a house. And, you know, on a PC, every room is independent. And, it, you know, you have to go between rooms to share information and all the rest. Whereas what Mac have done is put it all into the one room. So everyone just sits there in the one room and just does what they need to do. What it's a wonderful closest, analogy. Like, like, System on a chip. Yeah, that's, that's everything's beautiful. in one place. But that's Open how it plan. Can, that's how it can, yeah, exactly. That's right, because then everything can work together in beautiful harmony. Um, I have to say, I'm loving the MacBook Pro 16-inch. I was toying with taking it back this week. Um, no, what's the matter with you all? Look, when you take things back, right, you, you order it just to play with it, and then you take it back. Now, Apple have got to sell that as a refurb, right? Yeah, they're I losing a little bit of money <laughs> no, no, on that. I doubt that. I doubt, <laughs> How dare you? I doubt they're Apple. taking the MacBook Pro that I bought and used for 48 hours as a refurb. I promise no, you that. That'll be they're brand new. Putting a new cable into it. Yeah. They're cleaning the lid. <laughs> they're making sure there's no scratches, and that's a brand new shrink wrap box. Twenty uh, two days How later. How dare you? No way. I think no, you're right. They wouldn't I think do that. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, but no, this this one's lovely. I, I do love this machine. It's just that thing of, do I need it? And, and this came up a, a couple of times. No. I, I don't. Exactly, I don't. I mean, it's a beautiful machine. I love it. Um, I didn't take it out on, on a lease or anything. So I, I can take it back and I can get the money back and that's fine. Um, I just really love having it. And I almost feel guilty that I'm not using it to its full potential. But in saying that, I did start playing around with Final Cut Pro uh, last week, Taze Tech Talks, which is a YouTube channel, um, Taylor Arndt, who, who does this, um, blind uh, person and does a fantastic job explaining Final Cut for blind people. You must check this out. Um, really good, because I, I had never really heard a resource before that talked about Final Cut with voiceover. And I was able to make a little video the other day, just very simple, very basic, just three clips, really. Uh, but I was able to do it all with voiceover on Final Cut, no vision required. And it was really, cool. really nice. So yeah. the next thing for me, I was out for lunch with a friend last week. Um, that was weird because it's like the first time I'd seen him in years. Hi, Ian, if you're listening. Uh, I know he is because he loves this show. Um, but he was saying that he wants to get into Final Cut, uh, not Final Cut, sorry, uh, Pro Tools. And he was saying he wants to get into Pro Tools um, and he also wants to get into the Mac. He's never, he's used a Mac on the odd occasion, but he kind of wants to get into a bit more. So I've said to him, right, you you provide the resources to learn Pro Tools and I'll show you how to work the Mac. So um, yeah, I'll hang on to it for a little bit, you know, I can, you know, it's just, uh, it's just for training purposes. Yeah, it's yeah. just purely to help training. You know, help out Ian, you know, help out a friend. Oh, it's just sexy though, isn't it? it is, I mean, it's you know, it's going back to what they do best. It's got all the ports you could want, all the power you could want. Why not? Although, did you see this latest thing, the MagSafe adapter? People are saying that if you, if you uh, that people have issues if they close the lid, it doesn't charge properly. 
Some really? new issue, yeah. Some issue that's doing the rounds, and someone's saying, "Yeah, you're closing the lid prop <laughs> the wrong way." <laughs> um, but and then someone else, I saw someone else say, "Why would you close the lid on it? It's too lovely." Um, but yeah, apparently there's some issue. Some is growing as a problem. So I don't know if there's a hardware issue on it somewhere, but um, we'll see. But I've certainly I've had no issues at all. I, I think it's brilliant. The MagSafe is is superb. Um, but I want to talk about what I bought this week because it kind of ties into all this. I don't really have what you would class as a top-end portable PC. I mean, I've got a decent laptop, but I thought I quite like, I'd really love to play with some of the Microsoft stuff. So I saw on one of the Black Friday deals, I was getting a Surface Laptop 4. And I must admit, I prefer this to the the Surface uh, Pro because I just, I don't like that kickstand. What's the point in that stupid kickstand? So I, I like this. I can open up the lid knowing that I will not smash the machine to bits if I forget to pull out the kickstand, right? So anyway, I've got my laptop here, 13.5 in icy blue, Lovely. which suits my heart. And um, hardly any people complain <laughs> the about The icy ports. part is the blue part. <laughs> well, you decide. Um, <laughs> the way things are going, both. Uh, but yeah, I mean, icy blue uh, is the color. It's got that beautiful, I mean, when you actually open it up, it's gorgeous inside. I don't know what that, that material is that they use on the, the keyboard. It's wrong. That's what it is. It's wrong. You should never have material on the inside of a laptop. It's very durable, by all accounts. I'd have to get it shampooed every six weeks. <laughs> it's disgusting. I have to say, it's one of those things, I've got my little hand wipes beside me just every time I go to use it, just because I think I'm not, you know, I'm going to get this thing absolutely <laughs> filthy. Calm down. Um, <laughs> so I've got this it's a gorgeous machine, as I say, 13.5 inch. Everyone moans about ports on computers now, and they, they, especially when it came to Mac, everyone's hardly any ports on it. It's only those Thunderbolt ports. Well, look at this thing. It's got nothing on it, pretty much. It's got a USB-A. It's got a USB-C, which is not a Thunderbolt 4. Um, and it's got a 3.5mm headphone jack with microphone built in, right? And on the other side, it's got nothing other than a Surface Connect port, whatever that is. So <laughs> you've got that on the side. Uh, now, the thing about that is the Surface Connect, looking into it, you basically, you can buy, it's the connector that they use for the Surface uh, power adapter. And it's kind of like MagSafe, which is quite cool. Um, not as strong as MagSafe, though, much easier to, to pull out. But you can buy a docking station, which has got the Surface Connect. Of course, immediately I'm thinking, accessories. Uh, oh, that's okay, quite nice. Um, so I can buy more stuff. Buy um, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll have one of those, thanks. Uh, but yeah, really nice. Uh, you got the Surface Connect, and that, of course, lets you plug in the dock, which is, you know, you can plug into a USB-C, let's be honest. Um, but in terms of usability, great machine, really fast, obviously. This is an i7, 16 gig with 512 gig SSD. Um, really powerful. The keyboard is gorgeous, and it's a nice tactile clicky keyboard not too mushy um i don't like mushy keyboards that really annoys me i hate i hate that <gasps> no wait it's the surface has it got an insert key no hey good i'm glad uh and that brings me to an interesting point about jaws because when you when you install jaws on this the first thing i was thinking is okay how am i going to actually operate this thing because i really need the insert key and everyone says the same thing. Just use the caps lock, caps lock key, not claps lock. Don't use that one. Use the uh, caps lock key. But the problem is that actually, in JAWS settings, caps lock key is not the default alternative for a laptop to use. It is, in fact, the scroll lock key. So you have to go into the settings and change it to caps lock. Now, that's fine. But yeah, it's fine. Anybody who tells you that you just start using the caps lock key, well, that ain't going to work for you. So there. No, well, no, no, people are telling you to change it to caps lock or yeah. claps ock, whatever you want to call it. I don't <laughs> even know where the scroll lock key is. To I, be I fair. have no idea. I don't even know if it's got one of those. Is it still a scroll lock somewhere? I don't even there know if it's got be. one on there somewhere. But anyway, opening up, gorgeous machine. I'll, I'll, I'll type for you. Hang on, I'll put the mic next to this. Hang on. Oh, God. We've reached the sound effect portion of the program. <laughs> But, you know, it's got a nice clicky keyboard. Fingers like hammers. What's the matter with you? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's quite a noisy keyboard. That's not like fingers. That. It's actually... <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> but no, really nice. Loving it. Uh, the Windows Hello part is probably the best feature. You just turn this thing Hello. on and it's like in. Um, I love Windows Hello. It so is good. amazing. 
But no, it's a really nice machine. It's got that aluminium or aluminium, as you would say, marker for Lalo. It's got that lovely, uh, very similar, actually, to the MacBook in style. I would say it's just a little bit thicker than the MacBook Air um, to a similar size. Really nice machine. So, um, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm happy. I've got my best I've got my best Mac and my best PC. I'm a very happy boy. Mike, you do seem to have the top end of both worlds there. So, yeah, you should be happy. There's nothing left to buy. I am very jealous. Oh, no, no, that you is. Find it, you find it hard to go back and forth? Um, well, I do a little bit because obviously when you're using the keyboard and you're using constant... Um, you know, different shortcuts, shortcuts and... to do it all. It is it, <laughs> the amount of times I'm on the the Mac and I'm going, hang on, right? Just a reminder here: it's insert versus this versus VO keys, and you know you have to remember all the different ones. But actually, going between the two, I mean, on my desk right now, aside these two machines, on the desk in front of me, I've got my Mac Mini, which is my kind of communications and recording machine. It does all the the stuff I do for the show and all my video stuff. Um, and then on the right side, I've got a, a basic Windows PC. Which is actually pretty I, I decent. I think we're really not the best use case scenario for no, we're anybody not. in terms no. of advice. <laughs> but we, certainly, we can certainly answer questions, that's for sure. Um, we certainly have toys to play Well, maybe. With. <laughs> no guarantees. i got to say, when I had the Mac and I used to switch between Windows and Mac, people used to say, your screen's uh, upside down. Why is that? I couldn't oh, because figure out. the start button, start bar? Or but the... It was because you press on, on voiceover on the Mac, you had to hold down the VO keys and you know, move left or right. But if you do those VO keys on left and right on Windows, it just rotates your screen. So a lot of time I'd jump back onto Windows and just do voiceover left and right because I'd forget. And uh, yeah, just turn my screen all the way around, rotate it. It fun. My setup is is bizarre because I've got that Logitech MX Keys keyboard I'm still using, which I just love. And that controls my Mac, my Mac Mini, uh, and also my PC on the desk. And it also record, and controls my phone as well. So I've got my iPhone hooked up to it. Blimey. <laughs> I've um, yet to be able to figure out how to properly set that thing up. <laughs> it, but the thing is, see if you lose the little dongle that comes with it, it's pretty much redundant. I mean, I've got another one of these keyboards I was going to send to Sean, but I cannot find the Ooh. little dongle. And because of that, I don't, I don't use the dongle. The dongle's great for one device, but what about your other devices? Well, the thing is, though, if you don't plug in the dongle into whatever device you want, the other two don't seem to function. So it's like you can't get the, the Bluetooth to operate on the other two buttons. No, no I just use That's Bluetooth. Awful. I never use the dongle. Well, I must admit, for the PC, it's pretty good. The way, I mean, my setup is <laughs> totally ridiculous. So, you know, obviously no one's going to be... I've got a rack in the corner, which has got everything in it. So the PC's in there. So that in order for that to function, I need to kind of... I mean, I'm using this weird extender, a USB over Ethernet extender that gets me from, you know, from one end of the room to the other with a cable. And then I have the dongle connected to that so that the keyboard can Dongles see it. Dongles connected to the cable. Left thing. <laughs> yeah, and all that. <laughs> Are you finding the lack of ports a problem? Because that is a valid criticism, right? Because everyone jumps on no. Apple or used to. No. But it's only got two USB-C ports. But, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Is there no HDMI port? Or can well, you you, use... well, we're talking here about the Surface. The Surface still only has one Surface. USB-C and one USB-A. Yeah. Um, no HDMI, no. But you can obviously connect up a dongle and do it via. But what Terrible. am I connecting it to? I don't care. All right. I've got, screen, I've, got a beauty, I've got two machines here with the most beautiful screens, and both <laughs> screens are turned off. It's an absolute <laughs> disgrace when you think about it. But uh, anyway, look, we'll get into it. We're going to talk about that Road Wireless Go Mike I was uh, talking about because we've got a great email in about it. I want to answer some of those questions for the rest of you. So stick around. We'll get into that next. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now, back to the show. Yeah, let's get into this. Uh, we've got the Rode Wireless Go uh, kit here. Now, you've got one of these as well, Mark. Have you I actually, do. Have you I actually do. tried I, it yet? I, I have used it once, but I really have not done an in-depth dive into some of the features because there are benefits of the Rode Wireless Go to that just blow my mind. I mean, the fact that they're actually in that package is, is just it's just amazing. But you talk about it first, and then I'll ask you some questions here. Yeah, yeah, because we got an email in, didn't we? Was it, who was the email from again? I actually can't remember. It was from, this is the joy of having uh, too many computers and too, Daniel. Many, <laughs> too many keyboard connections. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel writes, right. good day, gentlemen. Clearly not talking to me. Good day. On this week's episode of the 
other show, Stephen mentioned his latest purchase, the Rode Wireless Go 2 microphones. Having recently started my own podcasts, I've actually been looking at getting myself a small portable mic to clip on my shirt to do either audio demos or interviews, and this product seems like it would work for what I need. Yes, it would. I'm just curious on a few things. Do each mic transmitter have an on-off switch? Yes, they do. Um, yeah, they all have they, they all have their own. There's three individual units. And the interesting thing is the size of these, because they are the size of, I mean, they could fit in the palm of your hand quite comfortably. Um, like a very small biscuit, uh, if you want to use that particular. <laughs> no, <laughs> like please don't. Half the size of a cookie, maybe a quarter of, anyway. Uh, yeah, basically very small. And, you know, they do have a power button on them. Uh, only the base unit has uh, more than one button on it, which does help you identify them. The challenge is often identifying which is which. Um, I would recommend a couple of bump-ons here um, or some kind of Braille label on it so you know which is which because they're big enough to do that and there's nothing, there's no touch screen or anything to deal with. So you could put a label on the front of it and you're not blocking anything. Um, but the main machine, the main uh, receiver has got a power button. All of these are at the same position, top, middle, and if you're so if you're holding it in front of you, uh, you will feel at the very top of the unit in the middle a little push-in button. Uh, on the base unit or the the main receiver, you have two other buttons, which I'll get into a bit later. You're right. So when doing a demo, I'd only need one, and it would be nice to have a backup. Also, if I ever got to the point when to start doing interviews on the go, this could be a useful tool for that. From what I've heard in some reviews, it does appear though that you can record within the receiver and have one mic be on the left channel and the other one on the right channel, or of both in stereo. That's the same thing. Uh, not sure if you can control the setting through buttons on the receiver or using the companion app for Windows or Mac. I'll go, I'll take that a step further, Stephen. I believe you can record in the, in the transmitter, right? That means yeah. it doesn't even have to transmit the wireless signal. You've got a backup on the device that is recording the audio. So just to maybe back up a little bit here, because people might be wondering what on earth we're talking about with this. Um, we're talking here about two separate pieces of kit, two or three separate pieces of kit, arguably. You've got your receiver and you've got two wireless mics. Now, the interesting thing is um, a lot of people who work in broadcast will be used to using a lavalier mic kit. Those are those little microphones that pin onto your shirt. Um, this is the lavalier mic. You can connect a lavalier mic to it, um, but you actually have a rather cool little clip um, that you can just, you know, I can literally just clip this onto my shirt. Yeah, right there's, there's, a little, there's literally a microphone built into it at yeah. the top of it so that if you clip it on the inside of your shirt, it works as its own lav mic. But for those people who want the cleaner look of an external mic, there's a 3.5 millimeter jack for any kind of Rode or Sennheiser or any kind of lav mic. So you could pop that on your waist and you can, you know, bring that up your shirt quite nicely, which is pretty cool. And it is really small, which is cool. So you can put it on the, you know, the belt. You know, you can easily do Small that. Small yet, what, eight hours of battery life, I believe? It's Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and, and in terms of the recording, um, this is really cool. So there are a couple of caveats to this, right? Because, you know, in blind world, here we go. Here are the caveats. Um, the apps that come with this are hopelessly inaccessible. Um, now, interestingly, mm -hmm. well, yeah, that is that is an absolute downer on this. There is a but, though. And, and I think this is important because, as we all know, sometimes in life, especially when you're blind, you have to find another way around. Um, and in this case, with us, you do. Uh, now, what I would say is, if you're what if you're going to buy this, you've got two options. You can connect it to your desktop PC or your Mac. You can connect it to a phone as well, and you can control the device uh, that way. But all you're doing in that situation is setting it up. Now, my recommendation would be, if you're going to buy this and you're going to invest the time in it. Hook it up to a PC or onto a Mac and get a service like Ira to talk you through or even go through the, the process of setting the device up because that's what you're doing. It's just set up. Once you've done that, then you don't have to use those apps again. You don't need those apps. Now, my question was, how do you record on this thing? There's no record button. There's no way to actually say right now I'm recording. And this is where it gets even better, especially for blind people, because when you turn the transmitters on and you turn on the receiver, it starts recording instantly. You can set that. You can set oh, it to really? always. Yeah, you can set. A, there's a setting in there called when you basically turn the device on, it instantly starts recording. So that on means device. On device. It starts recording. So yes. each individual microphone is recording uh, and, you know, it's recording its own feed and that's it. So you, you immediately have got that recording and when you turn it off, it stops recording. Now, when you plug them in and it's USB-C that's actually on here, you've got USB-C. They give you, with the, the kit, weirdly, they give you a USB-C to USB-A cable. 
I thought they gave you USB-C to USB-C, but especially these days. But anyway, you can plug in an adapter, I guess. But you can hook these up to your computer and they just show up as external drives. And that's cool. So you can just easily find them and there's no accessibility issue there. You just open up the, the drive like you would any other and you can copy the files across and use them in any editor you want. Here's the best bit though. When you're recording on these, you get up to seven hours uncompressed per transmitter. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's amazing. Uh, so you've got all that going on. I love that always on feature. Uh, so when it's on, it's recording. When it's off, it's not. It would be nice to have some kind of audible beep to let you know the machine was on. You get nothing when you hit when you actually turn it on. There is a light that comes on, which you can adjust. You can adjust the intensity of and the settings. Um, so for people with a little bit of vision, like I do, I use that as my guide. Once I can see that light, I don't know. The, the, the transmitter... Oh, the receiver, I should say, does have a screen on it, but the text is tiny. I mean, Mark, you'd probably struggle to see it as well. Um, it's really, really small, but it does, I think, have levels on it and stuff. Um, what it also now, does... Now, for, 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 forgive me if, I, if you've said this already, because I don't always listen to what you're saying. I'm used to that. Um, it, not only does it record on device, but it records two different two different volumes, right? That's right. So no, I didn't mention the that. Safety you're track. Right. The safety track as well, which records at 10 dB, I think it is less, meaning that you've got that, if you have a situation where something's peaked and you've maybe not noticed it, if it's a loud environment and maybe the, vo- the, audio, the audio is recorded too loud, you will have that minus dB, 10 dB recording as backup as well on device. And is, there, is, is there a headphone jack on the receiver so you can listen to it? No. That's the interesting you see, bit. That's, There's no see, way. That's, yeah, that's, that's where that, that, that dB difference, that recording safety comes in handy because... Mm. Typically in really high-end professional recording equipment like this, you're monitoring it. Someone's there monitoring the audio, making sure it's balanced, making sure it's all good and nice. This really makes it, quite honestly, newbie-proof. Like, you just set it up and go. You know, I remember years ago, I used to do a a, a course where I'd go around the country and I'd talk to people about recording. And one of the biggest challenges a lot of blind people had when it came to recording was knowing where to put the microphone. Because that problem, you can't just stick your hand out and hope for the best because you might hit someone with the microphone. So there was always that issue of where do I place the microphone? And if two blind people are interviewing each other and no one's wearing headphones, you know, that person could be off way off mic and you wouldn't know until after the recording's done. This stops that problem because the microphone's attached to them. You can just sit there, have a conversation. You don't have to worry about monitoring it. You can just wear this thing. They can wear the thing. And that's it. It's all done. You go back, you edit it later on. The, the other point I think that Daniel brought up was, can you use it independently? Like he only needs one. Yes, you can. You can. You don't have to turn them both on. You can just use one all the time. Um, it just gives you the option to have a second if you needed it, uh, but you don't need both to be functional in order to be recording. Uh, now, what I did was initially, before I learned all about how this, this always recording thing worked, I actually just plugged this um, little unit, the little receiver, um, into my MacBook and I did it via USB-C and it comes up as an, an external audio interface which is super cool, right? So you just choose that as your input device on your Mac. I opened up voice memos. <laughs> I just started recording ah. and that was it. I got my recording and I thought, I'm just using voice memos for this and it was recording and the recording was, was absolutely beautiful on it. And, you know, I'm going to do, we'll no doubt have a chance to test it and record it when we get out and about again. Um, and you'll, you'll hear what it actually sounds like. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Ridiculous, eh? <laughs> Whenever Omicron decides to uh, give way That's to like, the next thing. Um, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting fed. You know, I, I don't... I feel like I'm learning the whole Greek alphabet at the moment. And I, I, I am, I'm too old to learn. I, I have no interest it's, in you this. You know what? It's like hurricanes all over yeah, again. Like, exactly. why, explain why you're naming this this, you know? I'm not alpha. I'm not omega. I am the Omicron. Um, uh, they just don't. They don't want to name it Bob, right? Because then the Bobs in the world will be just scapegoated. I mean, yeah. look at the how stock of Corona went down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a really nice mic kit. What I love is wireless. That's brilliant. Um, I think it's got a two hundred meter range, which is pretty impressive considering. Oh, that's cool. I was going to ask what the connection was like. Yeah. Um, and, and what I love is you. this is the best bit about it. You don't even need to hook it to anything to record. So if you just, if you met your absolute idol, if Mariah Carey was here right now, I just quickly picked a name out of the, the hat, but if Mariah <laughs> so. Carey was here right now, I could say, Mariah, do you want to talk to me? She'd of course say no, but I'd ask again and hopefully she'd say yes. And then I could say, the good thing is I don't have to say, you know, can I put this microphone on you? I can just hand it to her and say, can you just clip that on yourself? And then I can just literally turn the mic on 
and off we go recording. The, 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 the downside to that, it doesn't look great on camera. It's not. Just that's true. No, yeah. That's very true because it's quite big and it's quite bulky. Well, you can clip you can it inside your... your shirt, though, can't you? I mean, how, you how can, good but is it's the... still it's it's a square. It is a little bit bulky. It does it does weigh it down, so yeah. you're going to notice it. It's not going to be the most attractive thing in the world. And if you well, do, I mean, it... well, no, sorry, you go. I mean, it makes sense, though. I'm wondering how sensitive the mic is. Could you place it on a table, you know, on a desktop you, you in front could, of someone? You could, but these mics are really meant to be close. Yeah. yeah. They are. Okay. They are. I mean, we did it. We, we, when my friend and I were out, we, we were playing around with it because he's just bought one as well. And he was saying, well, let's do a quick test. And he just held it in his hand. He, we were sitting at a table, and he just held it in his hand and talked. And the recording was fine. I mean, it was actually okay. But, of course, you could still hear a lot more of the atmosphere around Ideally, it would be closer to him. Um, but no, yeah. I really I really like this. I think it's a really uh, cool piece of kit. There was one other thing I wanted to mention about it, uh, but you threw me off track, Priest, so I can't remember Sorry. what it is. So is it the can... handles? Handles? Oh! Well, can't... Yes. Ah, oh, no, hang on. You I, well, I don't know if that's what you're talking about, but what? <laughs> but you did, but thankfully that worked. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the You can get lots of accessories for these, and you can get... I've got one which is like a clip. It's like a magnetic clip. So on, you can actually wear this inside a shirt, and then you don't see the outside of it. You don't see the unit outside oh, at all. Oh, cool. So it's, I think it's called Mag Clip or something is the, is the accessory. So you can get that. You can Mag also, again. Yeah, it's always mag. mag. It's always mag safe around here. <laughs> um, but you can also um, get this really cool microphone, which isn't a microphone, it's just a stick, really. Uh, but you put the unit into it. So what you have is what handle. looks like a microphone. Yeah, it's just a handle, yeah. Um, nice. Thank you. And at the top of it, when you take away the, the windshield, there's just nothing there. It's just a little square. And you actually just insert these little uh, transmitters, just one at a time, just insert one in, and then put the windshield on top of it and then you've got a handheld reporter mic. So if you were doing a walk around with it, you could you could use it in that way. It's called the Road Interview Go. Um, like twenty dollars or something. It's not a huge amount of money, but it's just a stick you're putting this thing into. Um, Sounds cool. But how much is of... this system, though? How much is it? Well, Mark will, of course, tell us the uh, Canadian Canadian version price? of the money. But, what um, for the Road Wireless Go Two? Yeah, in Canadian dollars. That's the one. Oh, three hundred forty-nine dollars. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got That's on right. we got on sale, so I can't remember what it was, but it was something like um I well, it was two hundred and twenty five pounds. So whatever that is in, you know, but that's money. two mics, right? That's 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 the two pack system. Yes, yeah, the two pack. Yeah. system. Yeah. And I should also say this: if you're looking at the original one, because of course there is the original um, wireless Go, uh, it's, it's weirdly useless in comparison because basically you have to hook that up uh, via 3.5 mil jack. It doesn't have the audio interface option. It doesn't have the onboard recording. It's basically just a microphone you would plug in, uh, uh, you know, to physical analog connections. So that's not brilliant. Um, so yeah, this this new version, the Rode Wireless Go 2, is really the one you're after if you're going to go down that route. And you know, if you're recording a podcast, you want to connect it to a camera, like a DSLR, or connect it to your phone. Loads of record, loads of options to do that because, of course. You know, there are so many different ways you can you can get the audio out of this. So, yeah, really, really cool. But, uh, yeah, cool. do check it out uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, right. Um, I think we actually almost made this a tech show for the first well time done. in history. Well done. Impressed. Well done, guys. Yeah. Well, well done. done, us. <laughs> are, we done are we done? i got to say, Road no. are great, right? Great products, but I wish they would do some work on accessibility. Couldn't agree more. The I'm apps are just not good enough. I mean, even nope. with screen recognition on the iPhone, I thought maybe I could get by it, but nah, nothing. Right, yeah. look, stick around. We'll talk more. We'll get your feedback coming up next. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Now back to the show. This song or this piece of music, whatever this is, always makes me think, of the end of the show. That's it. It just always makes. I, I love how Mark always gets to this point in the show and says, "Are we done yet?" I think I don't think he likes. No, I thought you were. Yeah. It sounded like you were wrapping up. Aww. I thought you were just wanting out Hoping. of here. Yeah. In fairness, it doesn't usually stop. You normally just go. Mark's gone. Yeah, it's like, I'm out. I'm out. See you Dorval, never come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's what happened last week. Yes, that's right. You didn't even come in. Um, I come no, I, well, I was connected and I said, hi, guys, let's get going. Oh, doorbell never came back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay, uh, let's get into the email because we, um, we got an email in this week from, is it Rebecca? Yeah, Rebecca writes us, uh, I always enjoy Double Tap Canada, the humor everyone brings to the show. 
That's not intentional. But no, it's not. I love no. buying check if it has something to offer or gives something else to learn. However, the basic M1 Mac performs so much better than my Windows machines, so I see no reason to upgrade it to the Pro. Mm-hmm. The RAM on the M1 Mac is different than Windows, but I do understand. I do not understand the specifics. I found that 8 gigs of RAM meets my needs, and I've had more problems when it comes to interactions between JAWS and Google Chrome and Excel. More RAM is always better, but I think 8 gig can be sufficient. Drivers sometimes cause more problems. Very true. I sold the Dell computer because of the problems I had with the audio drivers, and I've learned from the most in a large podcast that uh, real tech drivers could have been the culprit. Since there's so many issues with Windows and third-party manufacturers, why would you want to risk putting Windows on an M1 Mac? You mentioned the possibility of putting Windows on the M1 Mac, but I didn't hear you talk about it, so I got curious. Apparently, the deal between Microsoft and Qualcomm is coming to an end, and if so the license restrictions are lifted, which means maybe Windows can be installed natively on the M1 Mac, since I've heard that Parallels is not accessible with VoiceOver. How does a remote desktop work? Here's the article I'm referring to. So, I mean, mm. keeps going, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting one because the, <laughs> there seems to be a shift once again in the blind community. We go through this every so often where it goes between Windows and Mac and then people start to gravitate back towards Mac and then gravitate back towards Windows. You know, I, I think, you know, it's the same conversation I feel I've been having for about the past 15 years. You know, Mac is creativity, it's leisure, it's, uh, I, I, you know, get things done on the move type machine. But the PC is very much the productivity, the spreadsheets, the documents. I mean, I, I, that's why I still have both. Um, you know, I still, if I'm really doing some serious writing, if I'm doing show work or I'm doing anything else that involves writing, I just feel much, much better much more in control of it on the PC. Now, that's getting better on the Mac. And there's a couple of reasons for that, I think. It's just because there's a little bit of a lag with typing on it, with using VoiceOver on a a Mac, that just makes it, when you're trying to write quickly, it can be just a little bit more tricky, you know, because you're you're trying to hear what you're typing. Yeah, it's a pain. It's the same on the iPhone. Yeah. When When you attach a keyboard, it still doesn't feel right for some reason it feels a little bit clunky it does it feels slow it just feels slow because the thing is if you're typing right and i don't know if you do it this way sean but i, I tend to have my uh, characters off i just just have words so as i type it's, it's just the words that are coming up oh no i have everything on uh, well you see now that that would create a bigger problem for me and that's what kind of stopped me doing that because it, as i'm typing if i'm on a, a pc with jaws and I'm using eloquence, for example. No matter how fast I type, eloquence keeps up. I can hear every letter and every word that's spoken. Whereas on the Mac, even when I hit spacebar, it will clip the words because I'm typing. As soon as you start typing the next word, it cuts off the word. So this becomes that. And then you're like, well, hang on, what was that? And you have to go back and just certain words you're thinking, did I spell that right? Or did I, is, that, is that actually what I said? Yeah. Um, some of the pronunciations. I mean, I don't know. Something seems to be going weird with pronunciations at the moment on these um Certainly on the Mac side. And if you're saying that, they must be weird. Well, exactly, because you know how I talk. But assistive the other day was assistive. And I'm thinking, I must have spelled this wrong. And I'm going back and I'm like, I spelled it right. Why is it it saying assistive? Um, What does that mean? And you you start to doubt everything. So immediately I just go back to the PC when it comes to writing. But, you know, know, just on that point about moving to the M1 uh, MacBook Pro, would you need this, Rebecca? No. You absolutely don't. I don't even need it. I just like it. I like it's a big bulky machine. Uh, you know, with my big fat hands, I can use this thing comfortably, uh, not have my hands fallen off the side of this thing as I'm trying to type. It's lovely. It was a really nice machine. Um, but I will never use the power that this thing has uh, in it. Um, so no, you, you don't, likely you don't need it. And even even if I was using Final Cut, the funny thing is when I did that Final Cut edit this week, that was on the M1 Mac Mini. I didn't even do it on the MacBook Pro because everything was on the on the Mac uh, Mini. So I just walked on it there, and it was fine. I mean, it I'm, doesn't I'm, even doesn't even think about it. I would love to see how that 18 gig file worked on an M1. You know, the first gen M1. Yeah, yeah. If, um, we, if we could get it to me, I could try it. But oh, I don't know how that would work. Um, I can do that. Yeah, we should we should try, try that. We should. I'm sure that. it would be okay on that one as well. Because as you say, Rebecca, that. The M1 itself, the first gen M1, is still incredibly powerful. But um, bear in mind, I've got the base level Mac Mini. That's what I'm working off in here. I've yeah, got the base yeah. level Mac Mini. I think this might be the the second one up because I went for the 512 gig SSD in the end. I think the base model had two 56 gig SSD, and it didn't feel like it was enough. 
Um, I, th- I think a lot of it is down to Apple's, you know, control of the software and the hardware, though. That that is their big. Um, of course, it is. That's their positive, of course it is. you know. Like, and Windows, it feels like Windows are trying to get there, you know, in some ways. Yeah, but it feels when like you have got things that. like the, the, the audio driver is causing some issues and glitches in speech sense, real tech, there, there was a bit of an issue there. And you can go through and you can try and find an, a generic audio driver to replace the real tech model hey, listen, specific I, I, ones. But I found that I, on, the surface, pain. on the Surface laptop, I felt the pain of that. Even though this is brand new, I was still getting a little bit of judder, if you like, when it came to my, my screen reader. It was just not reading as, as nicely as it should have. Weirdly, yeah. this old machine, this old HP I've got here, this old desktop, works fine. Um, I don't know yeah, what that definitely says. Down to, it's definitely down to the audio drivers in that case, isn't it? It's just, it's just such a pain to sort out. Windows on Mac is a difficult one now because you really only have two options at the moment. One is Parallels, which is not the most accessible, and that lets you get um, a virtual version of Windows on there, but it's Windows ARM, which is, if I'm right in saying, the one that you can't install third-party apps on, so you'd be stuck with Narrator. You couldn't put JAWS or NVDA on it. Yeah, um, I think so. So that's not ideal. And plus, if it is a cut-down version at the moment, it's not the best version. It's not the best experience of Windows you're going to get. Um, the other option is Remote Desktop Connection, that's fine. Um, for a JAWS user, I'd say it's fine if you're connecting to a machine that you've set up to use the caps lock as your uh, modifier key. Otherwise, nothing works um, that you would expect. Um, but yeah, I've found RDC okay. Again, bit of a lag. Audio quality not as good. That's a big problem. Um, the audio gets mashed up a little bit um, over a, a remote desktop connection. It's fine, but you know sometimes you just want that crisp voice, and it's just not like that. Really, I find it fine. I no, thought you, I you was... can't hear anything. You're hopeless. Uh, I was blown away by the remote desktop client. I thought it worked so well. I didn't notice any lag. It does depend on your network speed, what's going on at the time, and what you're actually doing, obviously. You know, if you're watching Netflix through it... That's true, yeah, it'll slow it down. Maybe, yeah, but everything else, general computer usage, fantastic. If you need to do something quickly, I think it's fine. I wouldn't say it's something I would want to spend a huge amount of time using. Um, I wouldn't want to audio edit on it, because that's awful. Try to do audio editing on it once, and it just was horrific. Too much, too much data trying to come through at once and, and the way it's done, so it just didn't work. Um, so, no, I don't think we're quite there yet at the moment. We're not, we're not in the position where we can comfortably say you can buy a Mac and you can run Windows and life is great. We're not there yet, but uh, we'll get there someday. I'm, I'm hoping for that. Uh, look, that's it for us. We are out of here, but we'll be back next week. But lasers! Week. I didn't talk oh, about lasers! Quick, lasers! Right, what about them? you got three seconds. They're cool. There you go. Thanks, guys. Catch you next Thank time. Thank you. Bye! <laughs> Thanks for listening and keep your feedback coming. Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.